Welcome to Elite Six Think Tank, an open discussion group with business owners who share their knowledge, experience and skills. Good morning everyone, welcome along to the uh, Elite Six Think Tank. Uh, this morning we have gathered a group of people together from all different industries who would like to come along and discuss the meaning of mindset. So we're going to start the meeting. Just trying a different intro. So I don't hear if it's live. It's going to be good. Right. <coughs> hi. 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 How's everyone's mindset today? Have I got a good one? If I was, if I was to talk about mindset, would we talk about um, those old days where you used to put somebody's feet in concrete and they were set in concrete and they couldn't move? Is that what mindset is? That's it no, this is one of the mafia. Yeah. Alright, so we have got a few latecomers. I've got Tony from Rangura who's trying to make it out here. Uh, so if he turns up, he said it could be half an hour late, and I said it'll be over by then. But um, don't be surprised if he does. He did, I said that would be alright, so it would make him feel terrible if he's turned up that late. Rob isn't here, of course. He's outside. Is, he, is he talking? Yeah. Alright. So we'll get that part out of the podcast that Rob is absolutely hopeless at being on time. But he's consistent. Yes. Consistently on. Yeah. Alright, that's good. So welcome along today. If you've forgotten how it works, we've got three balls. If you'd like to talk, uh, put your hand up, I'll give you a ball. And if you'd like to talk after the person talking, put your hand up, I'll give you another ball. And then if you talk too long, I'll pry the ball out of your fingers. So it's pretty somber. Mm. Yeah. How can we change the, the mindset of the, the room? I've been listening to everybody all week telling me that they are struggling with uh, the negativeness tone out there with the, uh, what's that beer called? Heineken virus. The Heineken virus, yeah. So how do you shift your mindset from a, um, a semi-not positive one? Funny guys. It could be virus. I'm thinking about all the people that have the Heineken virus at the moment who are probably laying in bed thinking, I wish I didn't have this. And everybody's making all these big jokes. I think resilience, which we've talked about recently, if you get your mind into what may be coming, then you can prepare to give yourself resilience. All right, so what is coming? Positive. Change. The end of the world. <laughs> we had not have. I read somewhere last night that 40,000 people a day die of cancer. Look at the suicide stats. The suicide stats are still way higher than what the coronavirus is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they can, eh? 32. Something like 32,000 32, people a day are killed in motor vehicle accidents around the world. And the most that coronavirus has killed in a day. Um, Yeah, if you look, if you are listening to this and you're on the other side of the world and you do see a container full of chocolate, please do not eat it. 
I've seen it to Fiona from Coco Traders desperately. She's now using airplanes. All right, so let's um, let's give a structure here. Structure is what we talked about last week, and we're a bit all over the place. So let's think about this. What's our experience with mindset? Have you had a good experience? Does it work? Oh, thank you, Helen. <laughs> I'm going to shut that curtain. And thank you, Chris, next. Yes, and yes. Right. Oh, and David Clarkson, of course. My mindset has changed from a glass half full person. No. Yeah, half full. Wine bottle half full, honey. Yeah, yeah. Half empty. That's the one. Half empty to glass half full. And I just took on a mindset of being really positive, and it works. I'm just trying to be positive in everyday life, be grateful. Show gratitude, and um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a really positive person now. So it does yeah, work. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. There's no ball. We had this problem with you last week. Chris, please. Yeah, your positive mindset is um, is a really important thing, but it's really hard to be positive all the time, especially with all the negative around. And we all get weighed down and stuff. And one of the things I've always, I've probably come around to in the last 12 months or so is really taking some part of your week or day to reflect on the wins that you've had. Because there's so many little wins, not big ones. And if you all these, add these, all these little wins up, that you help this person, or you save some money here, or you managed to achieve this piece of work, or you got that thing that's been bugging you for ages out of the way. All these little wins add up. That's quite substantial change, but everyone forgets about actually reflecting and celebrating what they have achieved, no matter how small it is. And they all sit there waiting to achieve the big thing. And that becomes so overwhelming, it becomes negative on you because it's just like this huge thing that's just sitting there and you kind of want to get it done but it's so big and da 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 where if you actually stop and reflect on all the little things you can achieve and how big they actually all are overall then that helps feed your mindset of staying positive. Yeah I like that. Uh, uh, personally I think what I found is um, I was saying that to Helen the other day actually just with uh, we've had some good success with our online shops and they've gone a bit flat at the moment so we went out for dinner you know, a bit of a celebration of what it, what it used to be like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, David Clarkson, please. And so for years, uh, well, sorry, no, the mind, the whole mindset thing has become very popular in what the last five years, about that, 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 that sort of time frame. But yet, if you go back to it, Dale Carnegie back in the twenties was pushing the power of positive thinking right from that sort of stage and, and you were listening to him in person in those well I was indeed <laughs> <laughs> don't you notice how the boys just tremors when we talk about but so it, but it's been around and in actual fact most of us know about how to think positively we know the, the sort of things that we can do to change our mindset and our we just got to give ourselves the room to do it. I just often think of there was a there was a guy who did the who wrote a book called The Power of Man. Power of Man, and what's his name? 
basic personality type is, I believe, and because we, we can all talk about it, and uh, you know, I'm hearing Helen with the half glass full uh, analogy and how she has changed in recent times, um, but, but for me that's, that's completely different, I, I sort of see myself as an upbeat, outgoing, almost extroverted person, and with a bit of humour on the side, I... I still can get into that. I still can get into that, that, say that. that stage where it's things worry me, or I might get anxious about it. It's always typically a business cash flow or lack of cash flow. But I think the strategies that we need to apply to work our ways through things, basically, what I'm saying is different from personality type of personality. <coughs> I like the humour, and I use humour a lot myself. It gets me out of the trouble, and it gets me into trouble. Um, oh great, good. Hey yeah, mate, just a good one. This is Tony by the way, welcome to Tony. It's first time here, so be nice time. Good morning Tony. Come all the way from Rangiora today. Um, we were, we were, we, uh, Stephen, thank you, I'll pick up that ball. Um, mindset, the power of positive thinking and mindset. Um, I practice Tai Chi Chun and I've been, I made a reference to it recently and I've been thinking about how I can take the practice of that and associate it and make similes with my business. Problems I find are opportunities and that's because I've changed my mindset. So if a problem comes up I look at it positively because it's an opportunity to refine and change how I practice my business so I can avoid those problems in the future. So I look at, look at a problem positively and it's like Tai Chi Chun, when I used to practice, if someone's a problem and approaching you to attack, it was deflect and push away. But in the process, if I make an analogy to that, if I'm to know that negative force, I move towards the negative force to experience it and understand it, so as it comes closer to me, I can transfer the energy and control the energy and deflect and put it past me. So in my business, the analogy of that is when there is a problem, rather than waiting until it hits me and creates chaos, I step towards it, start to understand it, why it's there and otherwise, and then if I can address that, when it gets to me, it doesn't have the same impact. So I've been just using the analogies there to, to understand how I can take something that I practice for my mind and my body and my health and then put it into the health of my business. I really like that. You gave a good yeah. example of that on Wednesday, the way you deflect things. Because <laughs> this hit you like a bit raw, some things. Right, so we've got, uh, is it uh, Helen? Uh, Liz? Liz? Hey, Liz. Mindset. Um, I think 
say it's really different to everyone. I was in a um, Sir John Kerwin. He was a speaker at one of the conferences I was at this week, and he was awesome. Um, he spoke a lot about what you were saying, David, about slowing down. He takes a shower every morning. That's wonderful. That's what I thought too. But he was it talked about the fact that everyone had to put their hand up for to hit a shower. Everyone else got shamed. But um, when you're standing in the shower, actually, instead of because generally when I'm having a shower, I'm like, okay, I've got to do this, 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 and crap, I haven't done this. But he was talking about be in the moment, you know, just. Enjoy the water, enjoy the heat, enjoy the cold showers, enjoy the cold shower. Um, and then it was the same with his coffee. So for him, mental health was also having, like, enjoying his shower moment. Thanks, John. And um, coffee, he enjoys coffees. If you just, like, slurp your coffee back, it's because you want the caffeine, it's not because you enjoy the coffee. I'm one of those people that don't like coffee, I like the caffeine. But he enjoys the taste. So it's about taking those small moments during the day to become present in the moment. But it was also about the fact that in life we're not always going to be happy, we're not always going to be sad, it is a bit of a roller coaster. Everyone has shit days. And it's just learning to be able to have processes and steps in place that when you have that shit day, no, it's going to just be a shit day. Might be a shit two days, but next week's going to be awesome. So it's about putting steps in place to be able to bring you back to that positivity and into that mental mind frame that you can achieve a lot more rather than just being kind of swirling in a world where you're just going from A to B and everything's just go, 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 go. You think today with technology, everything's 24-7, we're never switching off, we never... And it doesn't mean you have to sit in front of the TV, you might be an active relaxer, you might find it better to go for a surf or go for a run some people meditation, everyone's got their own little thing, but it's about trying to slow that down because I know for me personally, I am that go, go, go person. So. I, I think physical exercise is actually um, really important for um, mindset. I always, even though I don't want to do it, <laughs> we do part run um, every Saturday morning, it's 5k run, but even we're all done and dusted at the cafe, had a drink, had a coffee, and then we're done and dusted at 10 o'clock. And I think normally on a Saturday morning I might be laying in bed to 10 o'clock, but now I've gone out and, and it's, it, you should feel really good. Don't feel good when I'm running around the park. <laughs> but afterwards I go, yeah, we did it again. And we're doing it regularly. But I feel good being in bed at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. So well, we do that on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, everyone's different. Yeah. So we've talked about showers and we've talked about being in bed. You're just sitting <laughs> with the naked part, aren't you? I didn't say the word naked. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now, though. <laughs> 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 All right, so what did we discuss? Oh, Helen, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I changed my mindset by not watching the news. The news was all doom and gloom, and I was so over watching people being bombed and this, that, and the other. So I actively didn't watch the news. I would go online and read what I wanted to read, but even then it was pretty horrific, half of it. And it's all sensationalised. I meditate now. Um, I remember David talking about meditation, how good it was for him. And I have an app that I use for meditation. Um, I have affirmations, another app. These apps are brilliant. And then I have another app 
visualization board so my phone is full of apps but it has really really helped my mindset it really puts you in a positive mood I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the guy, there was two guys talking and one said to the other one so tell me about the problems you have and whatever they were talking about and he goes I don't have problems I have puzzles so his mindset yeah, was like changed that. yeah mm. he calls it a puzzle so yeah. So Helen goes to bed last night, and um, I'm downstairs. I go upstairs, and uh, she's falling asleep, and and I hear her phone go, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> that is actually <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, so for me, I find such a tree. I've probably read books for about twenty years on how. How successful, I, I don't even find that work, but how some people manage to have, live a, a, a satisfactory life or a, a successful life or whatever, yep. and how others don't. Um, and I think one thing that we underestimate is how important mindset is. I believe that's the fundamental difference between uh, Elon Musk, well, maybe. Intelligent well, maybe. Um, and well, some some of the greats and an average person. So, for instance, I just feel we underestimate it. So, when you feel anxious, to me, that now is a, an absolute signal. It's my mindset is out of alignment with life, if you like. So, uh, and underlying that is a belief system. Always, that's what forms our our beliefs form our thoughts. Right, and I don't call them beliefs, I call them decisions because they're a choice. So they, they form our thoughts. Our thoughts then send signals to our body, which creates our emotions. Emotions are a body thing. So, our, but when they're ingrained in us for our whole life, they're automatic. It's like a, a high class sportsman, they'll hit a ball without even thinking, right? We have beliefs without even thinking about them, they're ingrained in the body. So, we, the first thing we feel is an emotion. And that's a trigger to go back and think, well, what thought triggered that emotion? And then when you dig deeper, you'll find anxious about money. There'll be a limiting belief about money. And well, you look, trust me, we're all on this road. We've all got limiting beliefs about money. Otherwise, we'd be, do you know what I mean? In Hawaii or something. Yeah, let's go. On holiday. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Go get a flight. We've just got to face that, that we all have. That's our human nature. Mm-hmm. And I've studied it quite in depth, and I won't get into it. Um, you know, how those beliefs are formed or all the rest of that. But all I know is we all have limiting beliefs and that to me now is probably one of the most significant things I do in my day is to pick up on these times where I'm, I want to procrastinate or whatever. There's a belief system. <clears throat> um, there's a, a course I've recently done called Mind Hack and Pete talks about Dale Carnegie, Eckhart Tolle, blah, blah, blah. All the old Guys, oh, have, yeah, and he's been doing this for years. Einstein, <laughs> he's just um, He mind hack in this program. To me, it's the next level in self development because it does bring you right back to that moment. You think, oh, it's another limiting belief. So now I've got a just a series of limiting beliefs that I used to have, and I've got a, a, a overriding belief with evidence. I've found evidence like um, is money hard to come by? And then when you look at it, my God, where it's abundant. We live in this abundant, like I had breakfast this morning, and when I think about the processes and the knowledge and the skills and everything that's gone before me through history to put that breakfast on my table, it is mind-boggling. 
the abundance and the knowledge and the, you know, someone's had to engineer a boat to actually transport that stuff to my table. So, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking, oh, I haven't got enough money. Fuck, I just had breakfast that no king 200 years ago could dream of him. Yeah. I love you know that I mean? talk. I love all this stuff. I mean, that's what, I, what I'm getting from that to me is, is do you believe in what you are, do you have a belief in yourself and what, yes, you, what you can accomplish? Yeah, limiting beliefs, yes. So, yeah. I think our purpose is to go through and figure out oh, what's that's another fucking bullshit. So, you know, <laughs> Richard Branson, well, it is, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Richard Branson, his, he would never feel anxious around money. I can guarantee it. Not that I'm in his head, but he, he would not because he's a millionaire either. While he's going through that process, he would have just had this abundance mentality, I guarantee it. Well, money follows you. Yeah, and yeah. abundance is an open money. Yeah. Yeah. Abundance is right. abundance of friends, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so feel like we need a group hug, everyone. Danny. Why do you want to get your food for your shelves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's, uh, and that's, uh, that's really set a good tone for this meeting, actually, so thank you for that. Mm. Was the mind hack online or was it a course called something? It's on, online. Yeah, Who's it through? Um, I can't remember. Um, can't remember his name. Okay. Yeah. 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 Theory. I've seen him on that. And then that guy in theory interviews with him. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, well, um, we did have Nice. He gave the ball back. Oh, it was more just a case I wanted to follow up with a comment from Helen about how you do the picture balls. Mm. I'm just curious to know. So all over the fridge, mate. That's all my aeroplane photos on the fridge. Um, uh, Pinterest. Yeah, so I have a board on there. And you can make some boards private. I've made that one private. So you just, yeah. Are you on Pinterest? No. No, it's quite good for that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, Helen and I know this too. Um, Right, Rob. uh, Who's first? Rob, go on, tell mate. Uh, I was I was driving back from the gym last night and and I was listening to the psych files and this guy frattled off a quote and he didn't know who who said it. Um, extraordinary claims require extraordinary um, evidence. And he he was talking about that there's a lot of self-talk that happens automatically happens in our mind. They are often extraordinary claims, but we never <laughs> investigate whether there is, is extraordinary evidence behind it. The thing is, is that if we don't investigate what's behind it, if anything happens and we go, you know, I can't do that, you know, or that always happens, you know, or whatever, then most of the time that's not true. However, we never investigate the evidence behind it. So. Uh, I might have told the story, but I was over in Aussie running a course for people who, who stutter, and this guy gets up about half past eight in the morning, and he stuttered his way through the sentence, and he, he fluently said at the end of it, oh, I always stutter in the morning. So I pulled him up on that, and I said, do you always stutter in the morning? He goes, yeah. And I said, did you stutter then? Oh, well, most of the time I stutter in the morning. I said, well, what's most of the time? <laughs> so we went back through what he had actually said, and we were listening as well to how fluent he was when he was saying it. I said, the fact of the matter is, mate, is I, I said, you could stutter any bloody time of the day. 
It doesn't matter whether you're tired. It doesn't matter whether it's in the morning. The fact of it is, is that A, you can stutter any of the time. B, you will only stutter on 1% of the words that you say. But you will focus on that 1%, 99% of the time. And it will become this big glowing light. But if you keep on automatically saying those things like, I always stutter in the morning, I always stutter when I'm tired, that's your belief. You're, you're confirming this untruth every time you say it. And we had to pull people up on that. But I, I will... I heard, heard a comment earlier on about are you a glass half full or glass half empty? I'm glass half empty, and I'll tell you what, because if your glass is half full, there's less room to find new solutions. But if your glass is half empty, whoa. There you go. That was Rob Woolley. And can you please, just in a second, tell us why you were 10 minutes late? I was 10 minutes late because I was having a, a more important conversation outside. <laughs> Jesus. For me, the essence of it is that the, the key thing for, for mindset is the fact that we can say to ourselves, I can change. Because this comes out of the beliefs. If you finally track down and sort yourself through your beliefs and how you got why you're feeling like you're feeling, I can actually do something about it. That's the essence of it. I can do something. And going back to Rob, the way you recognise that you can do something is by actually going in and looking at the evidence and asking yourself why, and then saying to yourself, why not? Because to my mind, that's the name of the game. It's actually deciding why not to giving up some of those limiting beliefs that have stuck with us for years and years. Think about them, look at the evidence, and then say, why not So if, you, if you've got a good mindset, then why does some negative things disrupt it so much? Is there a, is there a way of compelling those um, negative things quickly or do you need to deal with those negative things and then do you get overwhelmed with the negative things and you forget your mindset? So are you, are you not clear with your vision? Uh, can I say... No, you can't because you've got a ball. It's Elisa's turn. Well, I'll just say one thing because I'm on a roll. <laughs> is, is that the most positive people out there are the most bloody negative people because it is the positive people, the ones with the so-called positive mindset, who always judge people as being negative. That's got a veneer. Most of the people who, who are called negative are actually the ones who are realistic and actually we, we see a problem and think, I want to fix that. Because I, I went to a meeting at the weekend oh, and I had all of these positive people who said there's nothing wrong. I said, well, there's nothing wrong. Why are we here? Because what are we trying to fix? Unless we're realistic, and actually root out the problems, we can't find the causes, and then we can't get a solution. So walking out of here thinking everything's great and having no solutions, no course of action, is that positive? I think that's the ultimate in being negative. Right, Lisa. Getting kind of tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Getting well, you started with a shower comment. Wow. Well, I'm going to put it out there. So... <laughs> 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 well, you go. I think I'm a really positive person. 
but I've only just started getting anxiety. And that's not because of anything related to my business, but what's going on in my personal life. And it's really easy to say, it's gonna be okay, put some steps in place. But going through it, mm. it's shit. Mm. It's really shit. So would it be right? Because you can say this is the we, uh, Helen and I had this argument discussion. We don't have arguments. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but saying you, the half full all the time, you've got to have some structure behind that belief. It's no use just saying I'm fine and that's all be happy. I'm not saying you are like that, but I mean it's just. Um, but it's not just yeah. that. You've also got to allow yourself to be sad. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Like you've got to allow yourself to let emotions out. Like putting all the shit stuff in a box and hiding in the back. Of it's only going to cause that box to get bigger and bigger and then one day explode. But it's about managing it so it doesn't envelop your whole life. If you're a positive person, it doesn't mean that you don't see negative in things. It just means that you're predominantly positive. You know that one way or another, your shit's going to sort itself out. And that is the positive mindset that yes, you're going through absolute hell. But you'll get through yeah, it, and you're strong yeah. enough to get through it, and you're pos- positive enough to know you're going to get through it. Yeah. Which is different from you are not rocking in a corner, yeah. looking at it as being incredibly negative. And it's not overwhelming you to the extent it's like a tidal wave. And sometimes it is. But the people yeah, think you're a brick wall. Okay, but you still know that it's going to get better. Yeah. The people think you're a brick wall because you're always positive. They think you can, they can throw more at you, and, and, and you can take it. Well, in a way, that's just life. Like, the thing is, is if you go out into business thinking and with the whole mindset of my life's shit, all of this stuff's happening, you're not going to make anybody else feel better and you're not going to keep clients. But you're also a leader at the door person. Yeah. You know, you know, when I went through my shift at the time of the earthquakes and everything, it's, I've still got to get up, I've still got my business. It's not that I'm negative or positive, no. it's just that that's because of my upbringing and my beliefs from Timmy Top. Mm. No, good. I'm liking this discussion. It's getting down and dirty. Uh, Dean, let's take it to another level. No, it's a... No, <laughs> 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 Jesus. I thought the other needed a That's why we don't video the podcast. <laughs> I, um, I kind of think there's two levels to like this one. Like there's the Tony Robbins of this world or the mind hack where you look at, you know, you've got issues right at home or whatever and it's like the death of it's actually like the passing you know that can be when a relationship it's like it's the death of the loved one yeah kind of thing. um so i think there's two levels to mindset and personal development one's the eckhart tolles of this world who bypasses everything <laughs> where you're at peace with the world right so eckhart tolle if you're practicing and I don't know, but shit, that's the journey. Oh my god! Um, but if you're sort of at that level, you can feel sadness, but um, you've got an underlying sort of a, a peace. Uh, just to, who's that guy? I'm curious. Who that, is he? Some sort of Chinese? He's, a, he's, a, a, he's, a, he's an enlightened dude. Dalai Lama. Oh yeah. All right, we're up with the speed now. Carry yeah, on. He's, right. he's, he's pretty special. He's not not uh, the normal joke. Um, but anyway, so he, he talks about how you bypass, you can bypass all of that and you have that underlying peace. So it's like there's a storm in, in the sea and you're the 
you'll have calm, this calm part underneath while the storm's raging, right? So you can still feel it all. It's normal. Um, but there is a... And that's a, a wee bit of a belief system too with the, the underlying thing is that it's all insignificant and whatever the belief is for you about life in general, you know. We're just a little blip on it. Aren't we? Yeah. yeah. A little blip. So all our shit's just our shit. Just but push it out the shit. We're shower. all around. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're allowed to do that, aren't we? Yeah, what, what the hell? Alright. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the, how I'd approach it there, is a bigger picture there. Just feel it and go with it. I think it's nice if you're in tune with yourself, though. You, you know, you're responsive when you, you react when people say things or you adapt when you need to, rather than just be a mono person that cruises around. The tongue hanging out, arm out the window, cruising down the line. Yeah, but we're, okay, we're driven people. Now that must be Chris, um, Chris, Chris, no, <laughs> 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 I've got four hours, yeah, sorry. Oh, yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you talk, did you get the ball? I did for yeah. a second, yes. Oh, yeah. see, it was a light. I was going to say, part of the mindset is also the realisation of what you can actually control and what you can't. And there's so much in the world, you know, you talk about being a blip, it's irrelevant. It's just so much that people worry about that's just actually beyond your control to, to deal with. The coronavirus and people are freaking out. What the hell can you actually do about it? Go buy a toilet paper in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That's that realization. Yeah. That if if you can if you can see that you can't actually control this stuff, and there's the world's going to happen, it's going to do what it's going to do, and you've, you're in control of yourself and your immediate vicinity and what you do there, then that can help relieve a lot of the anxiety around all the other shit that can be going on and storms raging all around you because. They will do what they're going to do. You mm. can't change that. Circle of control and circle of care. Oh, that's nice. I like that. You can't, if you can't control it, you can't hear about it, really. Because you can't. Uh, so, as a group of people, because I've talked to a lot of people this week in the late six, how can we all help each other have a good mindset at the moment? Because it's been quite a negative tone this week. And I've got a band aid for it. But I think it would be nice to actually uh, look out for each other a little bit more? Or uh, how do we help each other with our mindset? What could we do? What's some nice things that we could do to... Uh, we've got the ball down here. Oh, I had the ball first. Thank you. Oh, we're counting. Oh, Sorry, I'm yes. dyslexic. Oh, I, I think that Dave hit the nail on the head. And that is that it is changeable. But, as Elise has probably found out and others, is that sometimes it's not changeable right now and I think uh, Carl Jung who's a behavioral psychologist said what we resist persists so if we keep on thinking we need we need to control this we we must be able to control this but you actually can't at that time how you are then you are on a pathway spiraling down and the fact of the matter is is that working with people who stutter or working with people who have a fear of public speaking which is a very similar thing is that we get a lot I'm, I'm sure you would get a lot of negative self-talk I've never been any good at public speaking oh, I wish I could be like you because I can't do that 
etc., etc., etc. The fact of the matter is, is that those are labels that have been self-imposed, and labels never change. So there is no scope. But the fact of the right matter is, most of the time you can change, but you can't always change when you want to. And you have to recognise that that the time is right. I, c I come back to a book that I, I saw. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I come back to a book that was written by a leading executive of Saatchi and Saatchi, and I, I think it is the greatest single quote I have ever heard. He said, never beat yourself up for a decision. It was the only thing you could have done at the time. And he's basically saying that whatever decision we ever make, at that time how our brain chemistry is and what our knowledge is and our situation is, we make the only decision we could have made at that time. If you have to explain a quote, it's not a very good quote. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it's a great thing, thing in it. Just, uh, just about lost okay. the will to live. We had a good mindset on that one, we'll be fine. I listened to it back and it does sound Anyway, I think Having a positive mindset for me, and hearing the you know the raging storm analogy and the, all the sh the shit happening, and I, I sort of think back to the old earthquake time, and and everything happened and, and there's tragedy and whatnot. I, I myself, I went out and I hired a digger for three days and just dug people out. So I, I made turn a, a tragedy into some sort of affirmative type action and it, it maybe it's like standing on that beach in Indonesia and you notice the tide going way way out you know and what do you do and if you've got if you've got, you know, if you've got that knowledge you start, you start running like hell but if that's, that event caught you out or you'd missed that one little warning shot what do you do I'd like to think I was that positive person that I'd be feverishly waxing my surfboard so when the big bloody thing hit you know I might end up 10k inside hanging onto a, a, in, in land hanging onto a coconut tree but by god I'll be that fella there so, that's Next my thought of the that's great alright I, um, I, I want some practical stuff where we can that's practical yeah we'll get a surfboard alright but they can, some practical stuff what, what do we do to have a good things to help you run out yep Sorry, just to take that a little bit further, sincere gratitude, I yeah. think, yeah. is really important. Yeah. 
Yeah, that word I mentioned before, veneer, a lot of people have game face on in business and then they have a bit of a veneer and I love it when we chip through that and you see that the real person and they are, they have got a heart and they do care. Uh, and I don't think anyone I know in my networks uh, put up a, a false front or a game, well it doesn't last long here anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the truth. So what's some other practical things we could do to have a good mindset? I'm just thinking of some silly little things. I mean, that is brilliant. I, we had, at the beginning of the year, my goal was to talk to a stranger every day, and I, I have maintained it all the time, but when I get the opportunity to do it, it's always so much rewarding. We do it, though. Yeah, yeah we do it as much as we can. Yeah. And it's really, um, it's a really nice feeling, hey, talking to people you don't know. Yeah, right. And, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. No one's told us off and said, don't hey? speak to me. That's what a mirror's called. <laughs> 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 you want to talk about you talking to yourself in front of the mirror? <laughs> And just smiling at people when you go for a walk. We, uh, really I think nice. also, um, you know, that other thing I heard earlier on was celebrating your successes. Mm. Uh, what is a success? It's not a, a, you know, got a big job and it could be just something silly, like a daily, what's something daily that you could, um, I've been doing David Clarkson's talking course and we had to prepare a two minute talk and I managed to nail this, um, I voiced a speech and then I read it and it was four minutes. <laughs> so I had to cut this out and get it back to two minutes. And then I got it about two and a half, I think. And it was really good. But then I had an opportunity to do that speech in front of a uh, video camera. I was doing some advertising for Elite Six. And I said, oh, can I practice my speech on camera? And uh, all the rehearsal and everything about it, I nailed it, I feel. I haven't seen it yet. Hopefully I have. <laughs> but, you know, and then I, I said to Dave yesterday, because we have a chat each week I said I've been that's actually been three and a half years in the making getting a two minute speech it was a 50 minute speech it was a speech in front of a hundred people it was a PowerPoint presentation it was I've done it ten times and all of a sudden I've refined it down to a and the videographer after he saw it he said that was amazing you know and I've just been doing in the last hour previously I've been trying to do a couple of wee lines that I had to rehearse it over and over and over again and I just did this one take of a speech and now it's made my week <laughs> And I, I think, well, actually, it's not just that moment. It's actually a whole a collection of things, the way we live our life, our principles, our whatevers, and that one moment nailed it. So that was my moment, and the rest of the week's been shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got one. Uh, yes. I'm, like, I, I heard you talking about, you know, like, there's been a negative vibe. I've had a fantastic bloody week. Um, I, I had a... Like my fantastic week stems from my non-fantastic weekend. Um, as I say, had, had a weekend where basically everybody had their heads in the sand, and if anybody told them what reality was, you got shot down. Um, so I got told to shut up at one time, and no, I stood up and I said, "No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm here in an appointed position to do the right thing." So the right thing is, to me, is to look at reality, <laughs> at, at, right? not a blanket term of what reality is, but actually the specifics of the reality. So for example, if you're in a shit financial position, you don't say, oh my God, I'm bloody broke, right? Go and investigate just what is your financial position, right? Have a look at it, right? And think, this is what it really looks like. <laughs> So now yeah. that I really know what it looks like, I can really take steps to cure it. But there was one thing I heard the other day, which I heard from a source, which was outside me, and I thought it was the only one who came up with it, is that 
always phrase your sentences to where you're going, not where you want to get away from. So, for example, right when we're we are on courses, people who stutter, we'd never say, "I don't want to stutter." We would always say, "I want to be fluent, and this is how I'm going to do it." So you're always talking about where you're going, which is the good place, and I think that's being positive. But you've got to be realistic in how to get there. Well said, thank you, Rob. I got told off yesterday by a Scottish lady who said all Kiwis. It's quite broad. <laughs> um, all Kiwis like to fluff things up and to make things good. She's like, I would yeah. rather people be straight to the point. Send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. That's great. I'm like, I usually am straight to the point. You see, we can get this done without having a sign, and now we need to get the sign. It's like, so you can really do it, and we really will be. Well, you should have told me that to start with. Okay! But it just, like, it was her observation. She's been in New Zealand for 10 years, and that's how she thinks of Kiwis that we always try to do things positively. But really, we need to be a little bit more harsh. Well, I go to bed and I get my feather pillow and I fluff it up and then go to bed feeling good. Yeah, fluff it up's great. Dean. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yes. Just add lube like Robbie. Yeah, I'll add lube. Yeah. Uh, so one of the other things I do for making myself feel better is that, uh, and this is how it really helps me, when I realise we're all fucking useless, then I'm just another useless one doing my, you know, just trying my best. And I have a little saying that kids is be better than me, kids. Just be better than me. Oh so, man, this sounds depressing, that. No, I get where you're coming from. I've done my job. Yeah. They come through life and they're better than I am. Yeah. I'm wrapped. You know what I mean? Have Interesting enough. Okay, you carry we're on. Not human, we're not human beings, we're human becomings. So we're never the same. Like, I'm not the same. Hopefully, I'm not grumpier today than I was yesterday, but hopefully, I'm, you know, I've eliminated a bit more. You know what I mean? So we're, we're on this journey, and that same thing about goals. So it's about kids. It's not the, the end goal, it's. What the journey, the goal forces you to take. Mm. It kind of forces you, and that's why I'm in business. Is because it's you know challenging. And that's you know, probably a negative belief, but um, but it forces you to grow. Oh, I, what you just said uh, is it okay to be negative? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, yeah, it's cool. because uh, you're, yeah. you're like I said, we're, we're fucking useless. So we're going to have days where we're. Just More fucking useless. Yeah. Or, or just yeah. feeling sorry for yourself. I think if you own up to it. If you own up to it, you Yeah, so that's good. We're just... I'll have to change this to an R-rated um, uh, um, podcast, but that's okay. Oh. It's all right. It's all right. It's a train. It's nice to have people around you that are positive. Yeah. 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 Just because this was the right decision to make yesterday doesn't mean it's the right decision to make today. Look at the decision that you've got to make and make it. I think change is, we had that conversation before, change. So think the things that we can change actively about ourselves. What's your worst habit that you wish you didn't do? Mine's probably stay up too late at night. <laughs> <laughs> 
One thirty last night doing email. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah, right>. I <laughs> wouldn't ask you for an opinion. <laughs> Bad habits. Okay. All right. So, uh, what did we discuss? People's experiences with mindset, and then we've had people's problems with mindset, and then we needed some other things. Be open to change. Change is really important, yeah. So what's some things that we could change? What's the problem with change then? I reckon if I've got a bad habit, it's that I I, I love solving the problems that I've identified. I just don't prioritise (laughs) which ones I solve. Do we like solving other people's problems more than our own? Absolutely. Why is that? Because yeah. yeah. I think it's easier to solve other people's problems. Because you're looking in from an outside perspective, yeah. which is what you should be doing for yourself, being mm. able to step back and look inward. That, that saying, do as I say, not as I do. I love that one, I use it all the time. Yeah, I do my mother. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you've ever seen a baker and him, oh, another sale, that's good, that's coming back, honey, we're going to be rich. Um, a baker um, gets his cake tin and it's got a dent in it and then he's baking all his food and every bit of food that he produces out of the cake tin has got the same dent in it but he's trying to make better loaves of bread so is that what change is all about people that don't change don't fix the cake tin identity. <laughs> yeah so what you know and, we're, and also we're perfecting um we used to be quite religious and i used to we used to have to live we'll try to live a perfect life in an imperfect world so that's the expectations is that you know we can't be i mean own up where you stuff up or make humor who's got humor somebody's funny here maybe it's you maybe it's me um you know humor gets you out of those mistakes sometimes you know like we've been you can't reason with unreasonable things as well i think that's an unreasonable statement (laughs) well let's reason to unreasonable He's nice. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have a ball and it's yeah, yeah, just Nigel. Just going back to the cake tin, one of the first oh, things we were taught studying the draft was if you can't um, hide something, you make a feature of it. Mm. Uh, I, uh, I went for a, and, uh, did a job for Andrew Barclays. Uh, Andrew, he's an architect, and there was a big, massive beam going through the building like this, and he got me to paint it purple, and the mm. ceiling was white. And I said, Why purple? And he said, Exactly that. Yeah. If you can't. Uh, Hide it, accentuate it, and uh, two weeks later we were painting that beam white. He was quite a slick guy at the time, turned over his wee sports car and he'd knocked the side mirror off. And I, I was a young 18 year old painter and I asked him how it happened. <laughs> he wasn't very happy about me asking how you knocked the. Does it cost much for one of those side mirrors? <laughs> anyway, that's the story. Ah, that's quite good. Alright, so when have you been in your best mindset? Like, have you, uh, I don't know if you ever listened to the Miracle Morning book, yes. but the, the first ch- um, intro to that book's really good, and the guy was talking about how life couldn't get any better at the time. He'd just been to a conference, he won an award, and he's driving down the motorway and he's waving his finger like it's a baton, and, uh, and then the, he had a head on car accident. And I just remember the introduction of that, that moment where that guy would have been in the, probably the best place he's ever been in his life, and he. <laughs> Something happens dramatically, knocks you off your, pe- your pedal slips. Uh, yes, Rob. Uh, oh, I, I was just going to uh, confide, confide a conversation I had with a friend who was uh, a, a training to be a qualified social worker. And I said, I think I know why you want to be a social worker. She says, why? And I said, because you'll meet people more fucked up than you. And she said, you're right. 
Uh, and I think that comes back to the, uh, it is easier to solve other people's yeah. problems because you don't need to look at your own. It's the same yeah. as um, a lot of uh, psychologists and counsellors, a lot of those go into study to figure out their own shit. Yeah. Well, I think that probably, that's probably good because they re- relate. It's probably why we're good at helping you guys. You know, like the day I talk to Elise, you always make me feel better. Yeah. I think yeah, I think being open and sharing your problems and all that is really important. That's what I love about what we do here. But yeah, you know, why not? You know, it's when when people. Um, I feel sometimes I get drained. Sometimes I feel I can help somebody and I feel alive when I come out of a conversation. Other times I just sometimes I just feel like oh my god, I've just been sucked out of this energy. <laughs> yeah. But you ask the question, when do you feel? You know, when do you feel good? And I feel good after I've been after I've helped people. And yeah. I'm saying True. double win. You win, then I win. True. And I think that's and that's a mindset thing as well. You know, I'm Yep. Helen, one of the last comments before we ask for takeaways. To get a positive mindset, do not hang out with people with negative mindsets because yeah, it point. just brings you yeah. down. That yeah. energy drain. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, you are what you feed on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You know? And apparently you are the sum of the five people you hang yes. out with the most. Yes. Oh, no, I yeah. hope not. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Please God. Please <laughs> uh, I actually, I actually think right that uh, the difference between a, a negative person and a negative situation is that some people will talk about their problems and then say what they're going to do about it, and some people will just talk about the problems. All right, and I see that little bit on the end about so what are you going to do about? It? Here's what I'm going to do about it. Just turns everything around. And I was listening to uh, a psychologist the other day talk about what makes something motivational or inspirational. And it said that it's not a person who was successful becoming more successful. It's a person who was unsuccessful or unlucky becoming successful or lucky. And the change from negative to positive. So if you're always positive, you're never going to inspire anybody. You say, hey, I've always been fantastic, and now I'm even more fantastic than I used to be. Gosh, you could be like this too. Uh, no, I, I was actually down, and now I'm up, and I managed to find a way to move. Winston Churchill said a problem without a solution is called whining. Sometimes, though, <laughs> there isn't a solution that you can do straight away. Mm. Like, sometimes those solutions, you know... Uh, outside that realm of your control. So you can be positive to it, but the solution is outside of what you can influence. There's a whole lot of other things. I mean, I don't know if that's related to what you just said. I were listening, but if you deprive yourself of sleep and you deprive yourself of food and then you try to maintain your positive mindset, then those other two things can change the outcome that wouldn't normally be there. So I think takeaways for today. Right, I want to contradict Winston Churchill. Because oh, if there was a fire out there right now, and someone came running through and they said, Fire! And we'd say, problem. Sorry, that's a problem. Unless you've got a solution, you're just whining. <laughs> fire needs to do it. So the solution is... Yeah. <laughs>
They might just come and say, everyone please leave the building, and then everyone would say, why? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> probably would, just, yeah. just remember for every wine, there's a cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, so uh, takeaways from today? All problems can be fixed, but not necessarily when you want them to be. Mindset? Takeaways? Yeah, sometimes mindset. the person themselves is the problem. They've got to step back out of themselves and look at it a different way. Okay. Yeah. And be prepared to change. Change, change, change. Allow other people to help you change as well. Dean, what did you learn today? Because you gave a lot of wisdom away. Um, Did many people think it? I know. I think it handled it. Here is. Here's Sean. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. Wait a second. Sorry, he's got presents for us. Because you guys are all full of germs. Enjoy the feel of the health of somebody. Alright, so next week's topic. Stay focused. We're on here. Stay focused. We've just been handed out some uh, breath pressure. I don't really have other labels. Breath freshener. It's not. It's a cure. It's a Topic for next week. I'm not going to pick it myself. Change. Uh, it's got on it, not for sale. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. So Thank you. Topics. Hand sanitizer. Thank you. Okay, topic for next week: hand sanitizer. Gratitude. 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 Thank you. I've got one in my car. All right. So we'll talk about gratitude. Stick it around the front. Yeah. Put it in my pocket. Gratitude. We're talking about gratitude. Is that too? Is that too Gratitude. Sounds good. Okay. Gratitude. Thank you for listening. That's 57 minutes. Somehow we lost three minutes along the way. It might have been because we were waiting for Rob Woolley to get off the conversation that he was having before he came in. Thank you for listening.